And good evening, everybody. Just wondering if it was the morning or not. Good evening, everybody. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. It is, I don't even know what day of the week it is. It's Wednesday, I believe. It is Wednesday, and this is the What Would Jeff Do Show. My name is Jeff Gellman of Solid Canine Training. This is wonderful Joelle. And how are you? I'm pretty good. Good, good. Uh, this is a Q&A show. We do this three times a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show has been moved to our wonderful community, which is changing people's lives. That's every yeah, it really is. That's every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and then obviously we've got um, our Q&A for our, our uh, community, which we do that twice a month. And if you're part of our community, which the doors open up January 1st, what we do is we actually open up the doors for a month. Um, people can join and then we close the doors. And uh, it's a fantastic thing. It works out to like a dollar a day, a little bit more than a dollar a day. Um, mm -hmm. And your life can be changed. And that's not an exaggeration. It's, it's imagine, mm -hmm. imagine every post you read on a page actually brings you tremendous value. Imagine then you've got all these people that are rooting for you like, instead of like telling you you're doing something wrong or countering you or telling you that that's the wrong approach. And, and obviously someone might be taking the wrong approach, but what happens is you get a lot of like-minded people in this community. That's why it's called a community. And with us being the admins of it, it's great. And everybody's helping everybody out. People are meeting up. People are yeah. finding out, oh, my gosh, we live close together. Let's get together for, we both have reactive dogs. Let's get together and, and help each other. So it's really fantastic. But this is a Q&A show we do, and we try to lead you in the right direction. We do lead you in the right direction. And we start you down the path, or we fine-tune what you're struggling with. Also, the community is also great for trainers um, and owners. This is a great show for trainers as well. Um, and... I think what's really, really wonderful is that so many people's lives have dramatically changed. Also, if you are not part of our mailing list, you should probably think about it because we've got a big announcement coming for our next course. Um, and you'll find out that not just on the, the mailing list, you'll find you'll see it on social media as well. But the mailing list, though, you never know what you're going to get. So you can join the mailing list. You go to Sally Canine Academy and scroll over at the top of the Drop down menus and the one that's almost to the end on the right, just drop that one down. It'll say email list. People ask questions on the show. I use the word punishment because they ask how to stop unwanted behaviors. Punishment is not a bad word. Get over it. And folks can say, oh, no, it's all part of the four quadrants. We don't even talk about the four quadrants. We just talk about dog training. That doesn't mean we don't believe in them, but it's too confusing. Like someone was saying something about, you know, first I tried opera condition and then that didn't work. And I, it's like, with the classical just, just, conditioning, just talk, just talk like a human being. Owners don't know what that means and they don't need to know what that means. Yeah. Owners don't want to learn they like the don't. art of dog training. You, like you, That doesn't mean they're not practicing it. Like for instance, cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. We've been doing that with dogs. For the last 20 years believe it or not and it's like oh you do cbt with dogs never heard of it can't be done there's no such thing i'm like really that's what we do that's how we get raised dogs increase dogs confidence reassociate dogs with with with, with, uh, with fearful things um get dogs out of their comfort zone we it's part of our proofing process there's so much that we do so much that we do. So anyway, you never know what you're going to learn. You never know what you're going to learn. Uh, it's time now that we're streaming live on Rumble, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to start asking questions. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Avi says, hi, all. Hey, Hello. Avi. Hey, Avi. Use the crate for the last two days for when I leave to teach class. Good, yeah. Used to leave her in the pen out back anyway. Yeah. In just the last couple of days, I've already noticed a huge shrapnel effect. Amazing. Yeah. I'm not opposed to outdoor pens, dogs living outside. Um, you know, obviously you need to feed 
that's a given. You need to feed them, offer them water, and have them shelter. Like that's a given that you have to do that. Um, but there's a funny story that I saw in um, somewhere. I believe it was in Europe somewhere. Anyway, the, he, they had a horse, uh, 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 like a little pasture with horses on it. It was like a hobby farm, mm -hmm. and they couldn't get a permit for a um, an enclosure, like a, just a cover to keep the, the the horses out of the elements. They wouldn't let him pass it. So what the guy did was he built a humongous table and chairs. Like the table was as high as a house, but it was like, imagine the large sculpture. He goes, nothing, nothing in the permitting process is I can't build a table and chairs outside. So it was, For what though? To keep the horses underneath. Oh, I That's see. That's how big it was. Um, it was so big that the horses can go underneath the table. But, it looks, but if you look at it, it looks like big table and chair sculpture, like a giant with would would use um but uh i you're you're next <laughs> i'm making another comment but go ahead okay Abby said it's only a three-hour stint two to five but i was told she didn't make a sound and was quiet in the crate until i let her out about 15 minutes after i walked in i felt like a switch got flipped yes that's what i was going to talk about the shrapnel effect i and obviously Pedaling up your dog, even if your dog is safe in the house, but you're struggling with some behavioral problems, there's no destruction, um, no soiling. The, the concept of having your dog go in a kennel, lying down, being calm for extended periods of time. I'm not talking 24 hours, guys. I'm not even talking about 18 hours. I'm just talking about like anywhere from three, six, eight hours. It's huge value. Huge value. Obviously, you're still going to exercise. Like, these are givens. Of course, you exercise your dogs. You know, but we even get the most highest drive dog to just chill out. And they're better behaved. And it's all part of your leadership and your training. Next. Ryan said, good evening. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How are Sid you? said, good evening, all. Hey, Sid. Hey, this is a problem with Facebook. Um, Constance said, hey, gang. Good evening. Yeah, I don't see anybody on Facebook, mm. which is weird. But yep. it says it's streaming. It's, it's so it's streaming there. Yeah. There's Maybe. a lag. Maybe people just aren't on Facebook tonight. Um, hey, Constance, hope you're well. Rebecca said, just finished Come on Command. It's phenomenal. Best part, though, is watching Joelle recall a squirrel. Yeah. Those squirrels at the park, they literally come right to you. Yeah. If you make any noise, like, yep. they come right up to you. I think they've been, like, fed by humans or something. Yeah, they had to have been. Here. She said, you know, she actually said it last time. Yeah. She was the first comment. Yeah. Everyone's silently watching yeah. on Facebook. Um, yeah, you should see when Joelle, uh, Joelle, we have we're in Florida, so we've got lots of little geckos. She's got a fully trained gecko army in the back. Yeah, she walks outside, they all line up, they all do they all do down shades. They kill all the spiders yeah, right. in the pool area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gets them to sit pretty and fetch and they're 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 great. They're great. Allison says happy Wednesday, J Squared. Hey. Hey, Our chickens definitely recalls me. I go, hi, girls, and they all come running. They know. I know how to do sendaways with the chickens. Yeah, you walk towards them and they, and run, they run away. And they run away. I said, get out of here, guys. Because <laughs> I don't want them to crowd the door. Yeah. I don't want them to rush out the door. In the morning, I, you know, the last couple of weeks, like, I don't know, three out of seven mornings, one of them always just escapes because I don't close the door. But I first let them out in their kennel in the morning. Uh, their 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 coop in the morning. You know, I've got that scoop of chicken food, and I walk over yeah. to their feeder. It's like most chickens follow you. They're like, they're hungry. There's always one that's got to go. That's got to go out the door. Because your mic's slow, but I think it's because you're just not talking into it. Like you're talking like away from your mic. Test test. test. There we go. That should be a little bit better. I got to do the change the settings on this anyway. Okay. Did I say Allison said happy Wednesday, J squared? Um, yes. Okay. Let's see. Avi said, thank you. Jeannie said, I'm here. And Sarah said, I'm here. Okay, great. So we do have Facebook. Awesome. Crystal said, hello, Jeff and Joel. Oh, hey, Crystal. How hey. are you? Hope you're doing well. Bad news. I already read that. And bad news says I am here to help. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We've got. I've, I've got. You moved our camera though. Our camera looks like I've shit. I got to redo my um my mic settings. Yeah. It sounds like bad news knows what they're talking about. Okay. Great. Yeah. Maybe we can help them help yeah. us. Jeannie said, "I'm excited. My dog has had her first off-leash walk. By off-leash, I mean dragging the long line. That was the best Christmas that's, present ever for that's, me. You're, that's amazing. You're almost there." Good for you. Yeah, being able to control your dog directionally. Um, once you get that off-leash life, you're going to never want to go back. Yep. <laughs> it's so much better. It's a lot of fun. Yep, we is. walk our dogs off-leash every 
every night, absolutely, but all the time. We're always off leash. If we go into a city center, we obviously put them on leash, but in our neighborhood, they walk right next to us. And there's lots of dogs. We pass dogs all the time. Dogs are running in their yard. Dogs are barking out wind windows. People are walking their dogs right right on the same street. And mm -hmm. We just tell our dogs to heal, and they heal next to us. I bike with my dog off leash. You know, so a lot of things. Um, bad news that I should offer a course on this. You should. You should. You absolutely should. If you have a skill set, offer the course. You absolutely should sell. Um, we've got a um, Tascam Mixcaster 4. You absolutely should help people with their sound settings. I'm clueless. There's probably a huge demand for that these days, yeah, too. Yeah, of course there is. Everybody's podcasting. But not yeah. just podcasting, but also just recording stuff. You absolutely should offer a course. You should also do um, video consults on it. Absolutely. There's a huge demand for that. Huge. Huge. Yep. That's if it. you have a skill set, you should monetize it. Bottom line. You can absolutely do, if you can do, if you know sound, like if you're a sound engineer or if you're an experienced podcaster, because there's a lot of, there's, there are podcasters that listen to this show um, in different modalities, the same modality. You And if you've got really good um, sound, uh, 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 we eventually, to get this soundboard hooked up, because I never used one before, even just to get it hooked up and working, we hired somebody from Guitar Center and they came out to the house and they just showed me the, ba just showed me the basics. Just show me the basics. Next. Um, let's see. Nicole said, I used the wee 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 for pics last night. Everyone laughed, but my dog's ears perked up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. What Look does that sound that. like again, though? I'm not doing it. Well, no. I'm not falling for that trick. I'm just asking. Because they don't say wee wee wee. That doesn't do anything. No, you have to do it the right pitch. Which is the right pitch? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it works every time. But if that doesn't work, what do you do? You do the me, me, me. What does that sound like? <laughs> like you getting slapped in the face, okay? Really? What does that look like? <laughs> I, if we weren't live right now, I would totally do it. Sarah is still afraid of off-leash, um, but it's me, not them. I have a Great Dane lab mix, purebred silver lab mix. Both, both resumes who have had five homes before us. I'm assuming rescues. Right. Both rescues right. have had five homes before right. us. Well, you never know. Maybe she's making... Hey, <laughs> oh dogs have... Their dogs, they look great right on paper. Dog, I swear. Dogs have their own uh, uh, social media pages. I'm sure they've got their own resumes as well. So why are you scared? The lack of control. The what if. So keep doing the leash drag. Do a lot of quick movements. You can also start doing things like take your favorite, the dog's favorite toy. Toss it. And then before your dog gets to it, can you call your dog off the toy? Can you get your dog to spin around before it gets to the toy? Or does the dog keep going to the toy? If the dog keeps going to the toy, it's probably an indication that it's not ready yet. For, and I'm not talking about just playing fetch for the sake of playing fetch. I'm talking about you're playing technically fetch, but you're not letting your dog go to the ball the whole way just to practice your recall in drive. So you can, you can always do that. Can always do that. So there's a lot of ways you can start proofing your um, off-leash skills. Next. Melanie, my 18-month-old Corso, oh, 18 months, has started randomly lunging at people yep. when out walking. Mm -hmm. I've muzzle trained her, but what else do you suggest? Oh, tons of stuff. Stop her. Not to be snarky, stop the lunging. So, which, duh, Jeff, that's what I'm on the show for. We've got a leash reactivity. Even if the dog is not going ballistic, you can still take that. We have a leash reactivity course called Chaos to Control. 75 off right now, too. $75 off. Is there a coupon code? Mm -hmm. Just throw it up coupon there. Coupon code, thank you. All capital letters. $75 off all digital courses through right. January 1st. Yep. And if you're on the mailing list, you would have seen that, but we'll just let all of you have it. It's, we're, not, we're not disclosing everything on our mailing list because we want people to be, feel special. Um I think you put up, that up on stories, too, a couple of times um, over mm -hmm. the course of the last week. But, yeah, $75 off. So, yeah, get chaos to control. Um, that'll help you dramatically, dramatically. So what you need to do is this. Obviously, you need to teach a basic heel and in a, in a, in a not just loose leash. So some people are like, oh, my dog walks in front of me, but it's a loose leash. I'm like, give your dog enough leash, it's going to be a loose leash. You can have a, you can have a loose leash with a dog 20 feet in front of you if you've got a 30-foot leash. 
Um, but it, heel is at your side with, we like dogs a little bit behind us, but even if it was next to you, then what you need to start doing is recognizing the loading sign. The loading is that precursor to the lunge. All dogs do it. They're like, no, I can't tell. I'm like, okay, well, if you send me a video, don't send me the video because you have to be a, do a consult. But if you send me the video of you walking, I'd be like, that's loading right there. So it's that change in body, change in breathing, change in posture, ears up crinkled brow, when they see something, that's like, that's when you actually say no, you apply the punisher. You're gonna hear out there over and over and over and over again that no, don't do that. Then the dog will have a negative association. There's all these terms and phrases. The dog will have a negative association then with insert whatever it's been reacting to. It's like, no, take Jeff Gelman out of the picture and guess what? your dog is still having a negative association with those things. You came onto the show with, I'm not saying you're saying this, but you came onto the show with your dog having a negative association. It's the same thing with crates. Your dog's being an asshole in the crate. Correct it. Don't do that. It'll have a negative association with the crate. Duh, the dog already has one before we showed up and gave you that advice. No, all we do is have success. It stops the behavior almost instantly. Now, leash reactivity, a little bit more challenging, a little bit more difficult, but it's not out of the norm for almost everyone to eliminate leash reactivity in a very quick, efficient way. That's another thing. It does not take as long as you've been told. Next. Um, Allison said, love the wee, wee, wee movement. Yep. <laughs> uh, Sam Fitz on Rumble said, um, I choose to watch you on Rumble. It's the best platform. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Um, and Allison said, I recommended a friend reach out for a one-on-one. One-year-old GSD bit his daughter and now him last night. That's a problem. Told him to cut affection and freedom in the meantime. Yeah. Cut a lot of things most likely. So most, this is, I'm glad, thank you for doing it. And you, you know, let them know there's free resources out there and let them, let them know also it won't, the dog will not grow out of it. The dog's going to grow into it. If you already have a one-year-old dog that's biting family members, immediate family members that, you. That, 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 that the house that it lives in, the, 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 the parents bought or rented the house, the children live there. And so they pay all the bills, they feed the dog, they pay for vet care and the dog bites them. You don't own a, you don't need to own a biting dog. You can stop that. You can eliminate it. Now, let's say the dog bites people that comes in. You can eliminate that, but worst case scenario, kennel your dog up when people come over. But immediate family, dog shouldn't be biting. So there's a, obviously a dysfunctional relationship going on. And a lot of it starts with what proactive work have they done? Do they have structure? Do they have leadership? That doesn't mean being mean. It's called proper leadership, or is the or is the house a free for all? No, the dog will sit and do paw. Uh huh. Great. None of that eliminates biting. So leadership skills do, and then obviously applying a punisher for even other things. A true punisher. Most people don't know how to properly punish a dog. They just don't. Oh, I yell at him. You don't need to yell at your dog. I put him in his kennel. Well, I we put dogs in kennels too, but not. Is punishment, and I don't actually even believe in timeouts. I think timeout is a waste of time. It's a total waste of time. You could be working your dog. Next. Unemployed working canine bought us a badge on Insta. Oh, Thank thanks. you. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, you can buy on Instagram. You can buy badges on YouTube. You can do top chats on Rumble. I'm not sure. Rumble, you can do sort of like a they call it a top. I don't know if they call it top chat or something. So yeah, it's a free show. A lot of people get help. We've been doing it for 16 years plus. So, um, Terry said, love the community. It is great. So many successes. Yes. Yeah. The community is amazing. I love reading like everybody's yeah. stories. It's really great. Sam, hey guys, here's your whining question of the night. When I leave the apartment, I have to go downstairs before getting outside. She whines until we get out. Should I stop on the stairs when she whines? As you know, I correct with e-collar and it isn't working. She whines until you get out and then once you're out, does she stop? If she does, you've been dealing with this for a long time. Whining sometimes can be very, very challenging. Sometimes, believe it or not, it's the relationship. That doesn't mean, and that's with like, some dogs will do that. A great example is when Joelle travels, or even if Joelle's not home, her dog acts different with me. 
in a, in a better way, actually in a better way. So it's incredible. It's incredible. So you've been working, you know, here I am going to say, it's like, if the dog stops whining when you hit the bottom of the steps and leave, you know what? Then we decide, is it really that big of a deal? Next. Terry said, fight, fight, LOL. Yeah, maybe Jeff will have a black eye tomorrow. No, I'm just Don't kidding. even joke about that. No, there's no, there's no. We don't do that. There's no verbal or physical abuse no. going on or mental abuse going on in this household with Zero. the adults and with Angelo. Next. Jeannie said, we have a huge amount of squirrels, deer, rabbits, and cows on our farm. She had in the past pulled me to the ground twice. Yep. My dog has come a long way from not wanting to go in a house or car mm -hmm. and her prey drive was uncontrollable. Yep. And now you're doing off-leash heel. Yeah. It's funny how a dog will chase a cow but won't get into a car. So right. we, we know you're capable of actually <laughs> moving really quickly. And probably if they saw a cow, the dog would probably jump over something to yeah. get to it. Meanwhile, it won't even jump into your car. It's like, mm -hmm. you can do it. You know, you can do it. It's not, it's not a chihuahua and it's not a big, huge pickup truck. So we get dogs in cars in one training session. And I don't care how bad they don't want to go in. They get it done in one training session. Next. Oh, my gosh. Sarah says, sorry. Uh, yesterday. What if I'm I don't I don't know if it's just like typos or what, but people already accuse me of being militant with my dogs. Okay. Oh well. What if? I don't know what that means. So first of all, let's just talk about that one comment. They accuse you of being militant with your dogs? Really? Huh. Some people accuse Joelle of being like working a lot. And they accuse like they they people accuse people of like, geez, like I Angelo is homeschooled. People accuse us of, like, wow, you're taking away so much things from him by not being publicly schooled. I'm like, really? Name one that I care about. Mm. Well, socialization with other children. But even that, 90% of the kids, I don't want him socializing with. Next. Um, Terry said, I used a Frisbee for our dogs to teach recall. Works for me because I throw worse than a girl. LOL. Hey, watch it. I see. I cannot throw a frisbee. I'm terrible There's throwing frisbees. There's many, many females that can throw frisbees very good. Next. No, what she's saying. I'm assuming she's saying she can't throw a ball, but she can throw a frisbee. Oh, got it. Where I'm like, I can't throw a freaking frisbee, but I can throw a ball. And meanwhile, we're both women. Got it. Okay. I'm Man, you're like on the defense tonight about this shit. I'm defending women. Okay, but if a woman wants to say she's not good at throwing a ball, she can say she's not good at throwing I a ball. I know she wasn't good at throwing a ball. I thought she... My God, Jeff. Fucking tone it down and not. Okay. Is this, is this a Jeff Joel argument show? Politically correct show tonight. Allison said, it's been a free for all at his house, but I think this shook him up enough to take action. It put it in perspective that he has zero control. Yeah, that's, 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 that's where you start. You start right there with the concept, it's been a free for all. So this person got a known biting breed all dogs bite but a german shepherd is a protective breed okay well, even without teaching them they get protective they get alerts they're wary of strangers a lot of dogs are but and you're just saying i'm gonna raise you with no boundaries whatsoever and you can make all the decisions and at first they're cute but then all of a sudden they became challenging and then comes the biting there you go i mean a one-year-old in our world, if this person got the dog at even at six months or even at eight months, it would be fully off-leash trained. That's all it takes. Your average, your average person can do it in two months easily, easily. But think about it. You spend the first year just having fun with your dog. Some people spend many years just having fun with their dog with no rules or boundaries until something bad happens. Next. Um, Melanie said she has the heel, e-collar train, and has great recall. I can see her load, but I'm not strong enough with the correction. Can I use e-collar as a correction? You absolutely use e-collar. That's why you don't yeah. need it. That's why you don't. That's exactly how you do it. You, you, you use the e-collar. And you know what loading looks like. Yeah. So yeah, just correct yep. the loading. Yep. Anything else? Um, I mean, that's, that's the big thing. It's like the e-collar is a great equalizer. It's a great equalizer. It's for softer people. It's for also you can correct at a distance. The you equalizer. can also, it's less stressful for the human. Um, it's clear communication for the dog. The timing is usually much better. 
Um, there's so many, so many great things about the e-collar. Next. Sarah says, I live in a village of poorly trained dogs, so my control over my dog gives them a reason to say things. Mostly, I don't care, but not a lot of balance training in my area. Well, you don't need to have balance training. You just need to have training. Gives them a reason to say things? Like, what? So, what an incredibly trained dog. Right, right. Or no, I'm sure they go in the negative. Right. Like, oh, what's wrong with your dog? Well, no, no. It's like, you're militant because your dog is trained. So you have a bunch of lazy fucks in your neighborhood. That's what it sounds like. You get a lot of just people that don't give a shit. They don't care enough about their dogs to actually train them. They don't care about their own mental health to actually have a well-trained dog. So, Where are you from, Sarah? I don't know, but she lives in a village with a lot of village. Dis- like, she lives in a lot of village with a lot of dysfunctional people. Yeah, with a, with an interesting ideology. But it's like, sorry that I'm actually have a dog that's well behaved and I mm-hmm. put the time and effort into it. And right. you think I'm being militant? No. I'm raising my dog proper. That's why it's like, that's like saying, geez, what's wrong with you? You're not 50 pounds overweight. I was just going to say that. Wow. You're in shape. Jeez. You must have a lot of structure and discipline but then again, in your life. They do give you shit for that. Of course they do. I get shit for it all of the course. time. A lot of people do. Oh, have a cheeseburger. Oh, have a beer. Right. I'm like, just because I choose not to drink alcohol and stuff, like, why does that affect your life at all? Right. It's my decision. But it's not even about that. It's about other people are taking their own issues and they're vocalizing them on you. I'm just a random, a random person. Next. Chris said, hope you all are doing well. Never thought I would be faced with a neighbor dog rushing me, trying to bite me. And oh. they say he only wants to play Bullshit. because he bows. It's only playing. What type of punisher would you use to stop this? You? Well, it's a neighbor's it's dog. It's a neighbor's dog? That's a problem. Bear spray. Or boot the dog. Yeah, but then you might have bad blood with your neighbor, oh, well, which is like the shittiest situation. If the dog bites him, there's going to be bad blood, right. a lawsuit, the dog's going to be know. killed. So what's worse? Having the dog put down, does that create bad blood? Or spraying the dog in the face, which is a way, and, and that'll actually prevent the dog from doing it ever again. That is true. So if they can't punish the dog, you've got to punish the dog. Mm-hmm. Next. Sam said, yep, when she gets outside, she stops. Okay, true. I'll get some earplugs for those five steps. <laughs> it's only five steps. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I, it's, it, this isn't a cop out to not fix it. It's like, this is Sam, right? Yeah. You've been just dealing with it so, so much. much. That's again, well, my dog's been biting for so long. Should I just give up on that? No. But we're just talking about, like, we know this dog. Like, we work with this dog up in Rhode Island. And it's just like, if this is what your dog's going to do, it's going to whine till you hit that bottom step and leave. You know what? Go ahead. It's like dropping your kid off at kindergarten. It's like, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. And as soon as you're gone, the teacher's like, yep. Kid turned around, went right into class, had a great time. Did just fine. Yep. It's all drama for your mama. Let's see. Um, Sarah said, sorry, typo. I love balance training. My village does not get it. You all rock. Got it. Actually, I've actually moved away from the term balance training. I'll throw it out there once in a while, but it's just like, I just want to, it's, it's just called dog training. Like that should be the new norm, dog training. How did you train your dog? Why are your dogs so well behaved? I trained them. How? By using, by using dog training. That's how. Like, if people really want to get into it, want to know, it's like, okay, we can get to the specifics. Like, which command? Which behavior? Do you want to know how I, I work on the dog's state of mind? I mean, we can go through protocols, but it, it's, it's called dog training. The reason why I'm being more and more specific about this now, because I had an epiphany, but it's also, it's like, because I don't want people to um, think that food does not train dogs. I've already said this. So food doesn't train dogs. Powers don't train dogs. Leashes don't train dogs. What trains dogs? Dog training tongue trains dogs. Tools do not train dogs. They just don't. Now, you can use these tools to train, but you still need to know how to actually train the dog. Next. Sam said, don't get me wrong. She winds in lots of other instances, but not when we walk. Got it. Yeah. Amber Lynn, I can only hop on here real quick. I just wanted to say thank you all for everything you do for the dog community. I was able to get the chaos to control package with y'all's pay it forward discount. And I appreciate it so much. I'm loving it. And I'm only on day three of the first course. Thank you. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. The, the chaos to, what is it? Chaos to control or call yeah, my command? Chaos to control. Chaos to control. So oh, yeah. Leash your activity. That's a game changer. That's, and that's a, li- that's a live course. 
Yes. So that's a recording of a live course. So we actually, people were actually able to attend live and ask questions as we trained for, was it five days or seven days we did that one? Five. Five days. And, um, but now you can just buy it on replay, but you still get to hear the questions people were asking. So live. So it's great. Yeah. DB, I've got a two-year-old spade female that tore the shit out of my seven-year-old 150-pound Great Dane. She was great for two years and out of the blue went reactive. E-collar on morning till night. Yeah, so, you know, at two years old, they're an adult now. Also, it's sort of like, how did you, gosh, how did you gain 100 pounds? I haven't seen you for 10 years, 15 years. I gained 10 to 8 pounds a year. Oh, my gosh, you look great. Last time I saw you, you were you 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 were so out of shape. How'd you do that? It's been five years. I've been exercising, eating well, um, uh, 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 um, and you know, working on myself. And this is how I look now. How do we get a two-year-old dog to all of a sudden create a bad behavior? You know, every month, if you're doing a little bit, what you're not supposed to do, a little bit what you're not supposed to do, it starts stacking. Start stacking. You don't put enough good baseline stuff, even though a well-trained dog can still bite. But there's a lot of things that you can leverage through non-aggression work that actually helps with your aggression rehab stuff. So as far as the e-cower is on, don't just have it on for the sake of having it on. Make sure you're also working your dog, being demanding of your dog. So what I want you to start thinking about is... What are you asking your dog to do that's non-negotiable, that if the dog does not do it, there's a consequence? Is the consequence just as serious as thinking about biting you? It should be. It's, it's, that's how you start rebuilding the relationship and also getting the dog to stop thinking about doing wrong things. Because if he thinks he can get away with a downstay, not, not, not um, holding a downstay, it has no problem biting. Next. Um, Crate Escape Indy said, yep, either you can train a dog or not train a dog. We're dog trainers, period. Love yep. this. Yep. Um, Sweet Jealousy said, never thought about it that way. The stacking of bad behavior is a great point. Stacking is huge in everything. It's yep. everything. So let's see. Wake up, meditate, go to the gym, come home. I'm doing a, I'm doing a, a type of fasting now where I don't eat breakfast anymore. I've stopped eating breakfast. So I'm doing a you know, a 16 hour fast every day called intermittent fasting. I'm trying that next. Um, so I, <laughs> I don't do it. it's literally what it's called. I know it is. That was, that was, that was a joke. Um, so, uh, and then you have a healthy lunch, you put, you know, put good stuff in your brain during the day. You think positively, you surround yourself with, with, with other positive people. You, uh, um, then have a healthy dinner. You might go for a bike ride or a run later. And, you know, you're stacking all these good behaviors. Next thing you know, you're like doing some pretty incredible things. Some pretty incredible things. You can also do it in the reverse. You do it in the reverse. You know, toxic relationships, drinking too much alcohol, doing drugs, um, uh, 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 not eating well, not exercising. You know, it's like, well, that's going to be an interesting, you know, life in relationship if you're in a relationship. Next. Ryan said, when is Jeff's... Oh, I skipped Diane. Sorry. She said, love it. You live with a bunch of lazy fucks. It's kind of like it is. You know? It takes takes effort and work to accomplish things in life. It takes effort and work to accomplish things in life. So when people are actually accomplishing those things, that means they've got work ethic, discipline, they know how to prioritize things. And it's so important that people realize that they didn't get lucky. They didn't get lucky. Because if you're a total fuck up and someone gives you a million dollars, that's going to be gone in a couple of years. That's going to be gone in a couple of years. So meanwhile, look at all these people that are doing really well. They came from nothing um, or having a great life and came from nothing because they decided to one day with discipline. Next. Ryan said, when is Jeff's non-dog training morning show on Rumble happening? We need more epiphany. I know. I know, guys. I know. That was a pipe dream, possibly. We'll see. Next. Sarah said, I agree. Many friends and family have brought their dog to me for help, but are not thrilled with corrections. Then then tell them to stop bringing your dog to you for help. 
or only bring only only bring well-behaved dogs to you for help. So, you know, people have to understand dogs are with us for over three and a half million seconds in a boarding train, six weeks, over three and a half million seconds. I would say some dogs only get a consequence of Punisher for 10 of those seconds, maybe the most 60 of those seconds. Mm. I mean, of the course of the, the, the time that they're tr- being training there, just so think about how much proactive work, reward-based work you're doing. Think about all the peace of mind, the state of mind work we're doing. Giving a dog a bit, bit a bunch of information, don't do that. That takes seconds. Training a reliable downstay, that takes a while. Training a reliable downstay around high levels of distraction, that takes a while. Getting a dog to stop barking out the front window, pulling on a leash, those are seconds. Those are seconds. So people have to start scaling it. If you think you're going to go through life without a couple seconds, even a day, with getting information that says that was wrong, well, I guess we should write a book about you and title it the Bible, you know, next. Um, Ryan said intermittent fasting and OMAD have been game changers for my life. I feel better cutting off eating at night. Mm. That only meal a day. That's like how my dad used to eat. And my dad was always jacked yep. out of his mind. He yep. ate one meal a day. There's, there's, there's a, one meal. There's a couple people that I follow. I don't know how he did it. Eating one meal a day. I actually, um, well, I'll be doing a 24 hour fast soon, but I mean, I actually don't even want breakfast anymore. Yeah, of course. You're just training your body. Yeah. And I love me because I make breakfast for Ange. So I would just make a big breakfast and just like cut him off a piece of it, mm-hmm. you know, a third of it, and then put it in a bowl. And then when he wakes up, he, re- he heats it. Now I just cook him breakfast. Um, so even though he, he, even, well, I shouldn't say that. Days that he, like he has to be, he has to be, um, he's homeschooled, but he gets some online schooling on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursday. Those days I cook him breakfast. So the other days he's on his own because he can make his own eggs and stuff. I still like, I don't intermittent fast, but I definitely have days where just like, I don't want breakfast. So I just don't eat breakfast. Mm. Like I never understood people like forcing themselves to have breakfast if they're not hungry. I was like, just don't eat breakfast. I give up coffee too. Yeah, that's good. So I think this one might stay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Crystal said, love intermittent fasting. I feel so good on it. And it is the way I finally started getting rid of the weight. Yep. You know, also you want to get rid of weight is, is, Cut that massively on sugar. So, you know. I think that's a given. No, you'd be surprised how many people don't know that. But not just sugar, but all the sugar byproducts, all the other sugar, the fake sugars too. Mm. So people are like, oh, I don't eat sugar. I'm like, you're eating, you know, a right. sugar product. It's in your ketchup. Sorry. Technically. High fructose corn syrup. I mean, it's in everything. You know, you got to be careful. You got to mm. be careful. Yep. Metal chicks. Uh, hold on. I skipped Sam. Sorry. Sam said, Christmas Eve in Argentina, put the dogs in down and settle before the explosion of fireworks, corrected for breaking command. They did much better than I expected. Awesome. It's our first year without drugging the dogs, thanks to oh, you guys. Wow, wow yeah. that's amazing. Good for you. Yeah, that's common. That's common. Next. Um, Metal Chicks has said, my parents got in the best health of their life in 2020 by following keto, intermittent fasting, and OMAD fasting. Great. Awesome. That's good. That's good. Yep. Um, Sarah said, truth. BB, thanks, Jeff. Yes, consequences for trying to leave a stay, lifting her head to look at the other dogs, etc. I work her daily and use the e-collar every time I catch a behavior that's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. It's funny because people are like, well, when do you tell your dog it's good? Or how does you know it's good? I'm like, well, first of all, let's say you never told your dog it was good. Let's just say you never told your dog it was good. It was doing a good, good job. Not being corrected is a reward. So the lack of correction is a reward. People have to remember that. Obviously, though, it's most people don't need help. I shouldn't say that. People do need help on how to correct, how to um, reward their dog. Because a lot of people are doing it wrong. They're doing it like dog will jump up on them. They'll pet the dog. And then they'll like say, get off me. And I'm like, well, the dog's not going to stop. It gets a reward. The dog will growl at somebody and you'll try to reassure it or be leashed. There's a guy on our walk. We haven't seen him for a while. 
it was, oh, yeah, it was, a, it, it was a young dog. It was a young dog. It was a young dog. I'm thinking about not the white dog, but a different dog. No, it was too. a golden. It was golden, right? And um, the dog would go. I wonder bull- if he still has it. Ballistic, ballistic. He'd get down on his hands and knees, and he'd hug the dog, and he'd reassure the dog that everything was okay while it was going ballistic. I mean, this is obviously what you know. He's not trying to create a disaster. He probably heard that from someone to do because that is that is being taught. Like dog trainers will teach that. And, um, or he read it somewhere, or he just thought that was a natural thing to do. Um, but either way, your rewarding is actually creating a massively reactive dog. Next. Um, Sam said in a few more days, we've got New Year's Eve to practice some more. Yes. Yep. Um, let's see. Destiny said, are you going to be making another course with the puppy you're getting in January by chance? I have the original puppy course. We actually talked about that yesterday. How do you know we're getting a puppy? Because I talked about it. You did? Yes. Oh. Yeah. So yes. we're probably going to be making a new one or maybe. We're doing something. We're doing something. We're doing something. Because we want to focus more on like the socialization factor. Because yeah. I think a lot of people, when they get puppies, they take them out. They want everybody and their mother to meet this puppy. They want every dog. It's like, that's not how you socialize a puppy. Mm. And I don't think we really covered that enough with Duke because mm. it was like the middle of winter, I feel like, when we filmed yeah. it. I mean, there's a lot of ways we can socialize. I mean, there are, you can get your dog to meet a lot of people. And then at some point, you sort of cut it off. So the dog, or else you can have a dog that always wants to meet people. And you can have a leash reactive dog that actually loves people. Like leash reactivity is not necessarily, you know, aggression or even like in with bad intent. It's like, it should be just thrilled to see the person. Oh, mm-hmm. there's my, there's the person that always pets me. And there's, there's the dog that I always play with. And it's like, that's one of the first things we did with, um, with, uh, uh, Coco. Mm-hmm. No, Duke. I'm sorry, Duke. We did it with Duke before they got Coco with the next, with a people yeah. across the street. It was his best friend. Mm-hmm. They played every day. Duke is very socialized. He's, he's a well-behaved he's, dog. Yeah, but he would go nuts on the leash. So we, we made a course on that. Mm-hmm. Allison said, I had a really successful second nail trim with two dogs today. The lab was a big challenge for her first trim, but this time was so much better. Perseverance and creative thinking for the win. Awesome. Awesome. Good for Good you. For you. Yeah, nail, nail. you have the best behaved dog. It just hates having its nails cut. You know, it just really does. But, you, you know, groomers should be doing massive amounts of social media on how to groom and cut your dog's nails. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Crystal said, I did know about the sugar, but thanks for the info anyways. Yeah, I think most people know sugar is terrible. But they don't realize what it's in. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, I don't put sugar in my coffee anymore. You know, it's like... Oh, but I if just, you drink oat milk, right. that's like putting Coca-Cola in your right. coffee, basically. Right. I mean, some people put honey. Well, there's different, like different kinds of sugar. Fruit has... Like, there's certain things you can do to, to cleanse for cleansing. I'm not an expert on this, so don't take my advice. But for cleansing, a lot, a lot of fruits they don't want you to have because of the natural sugars in it. Yeah. Eventually, yes, of course. But you have to be really careful, though, because... That's if you're struggling with, like, candida, you know, uh, lower intestine, like, bacterial yes. overgrowth, stuff like that. Yeah, you definitely want to be conscious yeah. of, like, how much sugar you're yep. taking in. You want to do a good cleanse. Yep. So there's a lot of things. I mean, food. Plus, then you have to worry about like definitely stay away from processed food. But anyway, let's talk about dog training. (laughs) Um, let's see. Sabrina said, "What breed of puppy are you getting?" He's um Swiss Mountain dog. Swiss Mountain. Yeah, we're not kidding him. Yeah, client dog. dog. Yeah, he's so cute. I can't wait to meet him. Brittany, we have a new pup we are trying to set up for success to be around children. He's ten weeks. He'll be growing up while we are having children. We're currently doing the puppy course and have green to graduate. Awesome. Do you allow them to play with kids? Just observe. So yeah, no, they can, they can, they, we, first of all, good for you for getting those two courses. Cause that's your cornerstone right there. Mm-hmm. Now the, the dogs can actually play with the kids. You have to make sure you have a really powerful no at 10 weeks old. You know, you're going to be, it's going to be a work in progress, but your children should be able to say no. So you want to teach, make sure you teach out to the out command, which means get out of here because your kids, even as young as two years old, can say the word out. They can say the word no, but you have to teach your kids, obviously, boundaries as well. So it goes both ways. You have to teach the kids, hey, when the dog's lying down, leave it alone. By the way, the dog might not like being squeezed, you know, like, you know, hugged. By the way, when the dog is eating, stay away from it. Um, So respect the dog's space. Uh, but so you have to do both things, but absolutely 
your kids can play. I mean, if your dog likes to play fetch, have the kids play fetch. Have them do that. Have them do that. Also, what you can do is this. Once your dog is is e-cower trained or even just trained, but the e-cower is going to make the is, makes the difference in this in this point because your child can actually stand in front of your dog, start running it through commands, sit, down, recall, place, and you have the e-cower to back up your child. So your child is saying the words, the dog knows what is trained because you trained it. It knows when it doesn't listen. It knows what the consequence is. And then it listens to you. So now your child is able to control the movements of the dog. Big confidence builder in your kids. And in the dog's eyes, it's like, oh, I gotta listen to this kid too. Okay. Yeah. That's how you start creating a safe household. So, but obviously also massive amounts of child training as well. Next. Brittany said, oh, looks like you just talked about your possible puppy. We will be eagerly watching and learning. Yes. Not our puppy. Not ours. For full clarification. <laughs> Not our puppy. A puppy. Not for a while. Yes. Destiny would love a puppy socialization course. It's been 10 years since I had a puppy and mm. failed in the socialization part, considering she became super fear reactive by three, trying to better for my trying to be better for my next puppy. So who's that? Who said that? Destiny. So Destiny, just to let you know, Destiny, you could have done everything right. Everything. And by the time the dog was three, it was still a fearful dog, still a reactive dog, still a dog aggressive dog. So many, so many families that we work with, say pre one years old, my dog was great with other dogs, even in the house. My dog was great with all the dogs in the house. My dog was great with every dog it met. It went to doggy daycare. I took it to dog parks, even though I don't like dog parks, that's not the point. And it got along with every dog. It was, I fully trained it. It was wonderful. I thought I hit the jackpot. All of a sudden, it's over one years old, getting towards two years old in adulthood. All of a sudden, you're like, holy shit. My dog's starting to like go after dogs now, even in the same house. My dog's starting to guard its food more, guard its guard me more. The dog's also something way pushier than it was before. It, sometimes it just happens. Sometimes it happens. So there's sort of, I don't want to say there's pre one year old training and post one year old training, but a lot of times, if somebody comes to us pre six months old and we, by the time the dog is six or seven months old, we fully train their dog. And then let's say they call us in a year and they're like, oh, I can use a, uh, um, a tune-up. We're like, well, technically you have a different, and we it's not a monetary issue here. We're not trying to like charge them something extra, um, even though they, they have to pay usually for a longer boarding, boarding train. But they, they have a different dog. Your 17-month-old dog is not your six-month-old dog. So it's almost like we've got to, I don't want to say quite start all over, but there's a lot more work involved. Next. Sarah said, my dogs go everywhere with me, but I don't allow them to greet everyone. I try to encourage the idea that they don't need to greet everyone mm. that they meet in their environment. You can make it a hard, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Just have a hard, absolutely not. It's like me with alcohol. That's why I've been sober for over 30 years. It's a, it's a hard no. It's an absolutely hard no. It's non-negotiable. I'm not going to drink alcohol ever again. It's non-negotiable. So you can just make people petting your dog a hard no. But that doesn't mean if company comes over your house, or your friends come over your house, or you're at a cookout with a bunch of neighbors and like you know everybody. Like that's different. That's different. That's your inner circle. That's your inner circle. Some people can't do that, by the way. There's some people that shouldn't be doing that because of their dog's behavior, because it bites the next door neighbor or it bites family members. You know, Uncle Joe's a freaking comes in stumbling and then dog doesn't like you know, a lot of dogs don't like believe it or not all older people because of their movement it confuses them that's why a lot of them get confused by toddlers and then also um people that are you know on drugs or alcohol it sketches them out it sketches them out so dogs are interesting that's why you always got to keep on top of it yeah what do we got Kim. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Something flipped in Thumper's brain a few weeks ago. He stopped being reactive when he sees dogs on walks. Now he'll just look and walk on by. No loading or Linda Blair head turns anymore. Oh, those are fun. Though. The only thing I've done differently is added Reiki and CBG full spectrum versus CBD broad. I'm truly perplexed having not been able to crack the code for almost two years now. Nope. You're also doing more though meet and greet like socialization with people in the community. You're setting up more situations i'm wondering if that's helping too also 
or it could be also did you change right you got more confident did you change from getting out of your comfort yeah, zone that's not to say well if you're calm the dog will be calm that's a, one, of the, one of the biggest bullshit lines out there well, I'm nervous and the dog feels it. I'm like, well, I'm not nervous and the dog's still reacting because we <laughs> just got him in. So it's like, or um, you could be a, you could be such a frantic, neurotic person that doesn't have their shit together, that can never like put even string a sentence together and, and function in, in, in the normal world and your dog can be perfect. You never know, you never know. So I'm not a big fan of that. Um, usually it's it's more about bad timing and bad leash skills than what's going on in our brain. Next. Um, Airborne vet said, I have two labs, one at two years, one at nine months. We put them in a 10-week board and train program. It's a long time. For service as I'm a oh, combat vet. For service, yeah. Do you have any suggestions for reinforcement post-training? Well, number one, I would. I don't know how they trained your dog. So the pro, if, you, if you put your dog in a 10-week program, I, I would like to think that comes with like, at least 10 hours of training yeah. for you. You should be getting hands-on training. And a minimum six hours of training for you. And then a minimum calling them up and out. Like, I'll answer your question, but in a, in a minimum though, because I just want you to work also with the people that actually train the dog if they did a good job. Um, but as far as it's, it's basic obedience, we've got, it's, I don't know if, if it's task trained or not. Um, if it's, obviously it is, it's, it's your service dog, but as far as all your public access, we can help you with and all of your, um, training, we can help you with what we can do is we would say green to graduate is great. Believe it or not, even for a trained dog, it can, even though it's a big, it's beginning into advanced, you can take a, take part of the advanced. Um, also all your public access stuff. Make sure you're doing lots of public access training. Um, absolutely make sure the dog is not just meeting dogs and people in public. The dog should be 100% um, focused on you. That doesn't mean it's always looking at you, but it should be aware of you. It's a service dog. But also we have the same philosophy for family pets. We, we train family pets to this in the same concept other than tasks like we would train a service dog. So this is what I want you to do. This is what I don't want you to do. I want you to have a great state of mind. I want you to be be able to take out in public anywhere. So, um, but if you're struggling with something, then you can ask that specific questions. But as a general thing, whatever they taught you, just keep keep doing it. But we have courses that can help you too. Next. Presley said, is there anything I can do about submissive peeing? We've had our dog for about five months. He's 11 months now. Mm. Does a great downstay when people are at the door, but still pees because he's excited. Mm. Oh. <laughs> That's, so That's a hard one. Most submissive peeing, fear peeing, excitement pee, we've gotten rid of by not directly addressing it. It's the shrapnel effect of our whole philosophy. You might want to do a one-on-one -on -one consult. By the way, for a lot of you that are struggling, I offer one-on-one -on -one consults that are game changers. So it's obviously way more in-depth than this. Um, Joelle's not at this next to me hitting me all the time. Um, so it's definitely, it's one-on-one. -on -one, you know. Also, if you're part of the community, if you're not part of the community, think about joining the community because that's like very inexpensive to get. Not only do we do two Q&As a month that are on Zoom, so it's face-to-face, -face, voice to voice. You can actually ask us questions. We can actually talk to each other. But there's also a community of people. Um, submissive peeing, what we do though, any type of uh, peeing like that is lots of leadership, lots of structure. Well, what does that mean? We have courses on it, so it's, I'm going to just give broad um, answers right now. Consequences for unwanted other behaviors and um, obviously training your dog what to do as well. So it's not about, well, I train my dog to do a downstay and it's, um, it's still peeing. Did you train it to do a downstay, though, how we would advise, which is lie down, put your head on the ground, and act like there's nothing else going on, even though there is a lot going on. Do you have that type of downstay? Because that's the type of downstay we want when there's people over, when we're out in public. We want a dog to literally lie down, put its head down, and just ignore everything. Literally ignore everything. Like, oh, yep, that was a diesel truck. Don't care. Yep, there's dogs walking by. Don't care. Kids are walking by. Basketball, skateboard, bicycle. None of that matters. You know, none of that matters. So that's that's what we want. So when we start doing all those things, then 
you can start telling people to just ignore your dog when you when they walk in and just have your dog in place or have your dog in a kennel lying down in place lying down and just try to start creating this new um state of mind for your dog that actually all of a sudden it disappears unless your dog has a uti but it's probably not it's probably excitement pain next kim says lol i don't think i will ever change maybe he just gave in but you're right joelle it must have something to do with the pack walk too yeah probably a little bit it's of probably everything. a little bit of everything it's all mm -hmm. the stacking mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 incredible it is incre sometimes you don't know sometimes you're like wait it happens to us all the time we're like wow the dog's doing much better what like what exact what what exactly was it you yeah. know so sometimes we don't sometimes we don't know yeah. you'd be you'd be surprised cuz our goal is not just to have a dog that just listens to us our goal is to have a dog that actually makes its own dis own proper decisions it doesn't have to be told what to do at all times. So that's our goal. We want to create a we want to create a better free thinking dog, but obviously we want to create a dog that also like listens. Next. Constance said, so Prada had potty probs while at board and train. She's good here in the crate, but um has started peeing on place while in a down. She's a ninja peer. She gives herself away by immediately jumping onto her neighbor's place bed yep, yep. i can't figure out what to do about it because she gives no precursor i've been staring right at her when she's done it and i couldn't tell what do i do sounds like prada that's a very difficult one mm -hmm. i'm wondering if there's a medical issue going on there i'm wondering i would i would i would i would go that avenue i really would because Prada did it here in the crate all the time. Um, I would go mad. I would, I would, I would, since I know how you train and I know you've been training and keeping up, I, I'm, I'm wondering if it's not a, um, a training situation, excuse me, scenario. I'm wondering if it's a medical thing, but that's not my, that's not my line of Yeah, maybe just going to check for UTI just yeah, in case. Or it could be something else. That, yeah. You know, there's a lot of different things. $10 top chat. Um, Let's see. I don't know why I don't... You see it? Yeah, sometimes you can see it. It didn't, like, go to the top, though. Sam Davis said, with my male GSC, I had to roll the e-collar up higher than ever in the 80s. Question, once you've done that, how do you get the high-level second button back down without shocking the dog again? Do you let go of it and just dial it down? Which which model do you have? I mean, if you're not active, so you can you should be able to move your levels, which has nothing to do with the dog feeling it. If you're not if you're not engaging the remotes, yeah, but you're just moving the levels. If it depends what model you have, whether it's push button or or the dial, that the, the dog's not going to feel it. The thing's not always Sam. You know that the thing's not always on. It's only on when you activate it. Next. Um. Let's see. I'm confused. Second, I'm confused uh, too. Uh, help. Oh, okay. You're doing second button, so you're doing the um. You're but you're bumping. Okay, I get it. So you've got use one button is your working level or your your levels, and use the other. You're using your boost for like plus twenty, plus forty, plus sixty, whatever. Um, we we actually don't use boost anymore. Your boost though is like, no matter what. It's plus. It's plus whatever number you choose it to be, and you set that just when the when it's not on the dog. Right. So you can make your boost plus twenty, plus thirty, plus fifty if you wanted. Right. But we don't like to use the boost button because we like to just dial up. We yeah. don't because you never know. A lot of times, like plus twenty, plus forty is, isn't even enough. Sometimes it's way, way too much. So we like to rather just you know manually do it. I, but I'm not. I'm not sure if I got that right, Sam. Help me out if I'm not answering your question. Next. Um, let me see. Sarah, my younger dog has an issue. We've not been able to figure out her trigger. She is fine until she's not. She doesn't bite, but she mouths, which makes me nervous. She's been labeled a no pet in groups over three people, as we are not sure what causes this for her. My goal is to make her safe as well as others. Yeah. As stated before, we are her fifth home post-rescue. Okay. So let me just get this right. Your dog is mouthing people? Okay, that's easy to fix. So get yourself a bonker. And also, what you, you, don't, you don't need to know the reason why she's doing it is because she's a dog or he's a dog. That's what dogs do. They use their mouths to communicate. They use their mouths to eat. They use their mouths to communicate. Um, so they use their mouths to bark. 
Um, so what you're going to do is this, get a bonker. It's a rolled up cotton towel. I've got a video on how to make it and how to use it. The way I show how to use it is I deploy it, but you don't have to do that. You can just say no and then boom, correct the dog on the, on the, head, on the head for it. You could do that. So that's how we stop puppy biting. That's how we stop, um, you know, obviously mouthing, do all those things. So the dog just is, does not use its mouth properly. So, and then, and then you start proofing it by, guess what? Petting the heck out of your dog. Dog uses its mouth, you correct it. The dog doesn't use its mouth, you can click and reward. So you can share both sides of the information spectrum with them. Next. There's Sam's down there. I'm confused. What model do you use, Sam? He says, the boost is whatever you set it to. Yes. I'm pressing the first and second button because it's set up for two dogs. Once I roll it up to the 80s, it's set to the 80s. You wow. should be able to just turn it back down. You should be able to turn it down. On e-collar technologies. But on, even on dog trust, on all of them. All of them. Should be able to turn Are you it locking it by accident? So, yo, if you're, if you're on a dial, if you're on the dial, you might have pushed the dial down from the top. That locks that, the, locks, that it. locks the number in place. Even if you lock it in a two. So then you push the dial, like the long dial, push it down like this. Yes. Not the buttons on the side, it. but the top button that goes up and down. You probably locked you probably you locked probably locked your hands. You probably at. dialed it up and you might have pushed down on it without even knowing it. So push down on People it again. Do just, the tower doesn't even need to be on the dog. Just just push down again and just play with it, play with it a little bit. Next. Um, Africa says, hi, Jeff and Joelle. I missed the weekly call. I know. I don't have the info to join the community. I just posted the link for you. Training never ends. So I still need you. Yeah. Yeah. You, Africa, you'll love the community. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so much better than Patreon. Um, and Joelle's in it, obviously, and very active in it. Next. Constance said, I've got her on a water schedule. I let her out before going on place and make sure she goes completely. Yeah. Yeah. It might be. You know, a dog doing a ninja pee, literally, they are not even moving and they're just pissing. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's environmental. I mean, I know you've got a lot of dogs, but I know you keep good energy in the house. Your dog might be anticipating getting off of place and doing yeah, something. Like, oh, when I pee, I get out of command. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Or I get a bath again. We bathe, we bathe or bathe daily. Probably a dry, flaky skin. Um, Next. Brittany, I plan on getting green to graduate too. Should I do green to graduate one before jumping into the second and going to be joining the community? What does it include again? Okay. Well, join the community. I would say join the community as a yearly member. And you get green to graduate with that. And then you'll see all the bonuses inside the community. It's listed too, by the way. If you join annual, I should say. If you join the community annually, annually yeah, yeah. you'll get green to graduate. Yep. And then you'll get two bi-monthly coaching calls with us. Mm -hmm. There's probably at least 12, maybe 15 extra courses in there. Case studies, seminars, um, client sessions where we're literally working with clients one-on-one. -on -one. Like you see exactly how we coach yeah. our clients, how we troubleshoot behaviors, the trick training course, um, the chat, the open community chat where people are talking to each other. They're yeah. giving each other advice. They're meeting up. They're doing plan training sessions. Really, like it's incredible. It's incredible. The it's, value. It's incredible. It's beyond incredible value. Yeah. You know, beyond. Um, BB said, thank you for all the help and knowledge you offer. When I can afford it, I look forward to joining the community. Okay. You're welcome. I mean, in, in January, the monthly you'll, opens, be able, you'll be able to do monthly, just only 37 which is, bucks, which is $37 a month. Mm -hmm. So, so people can find that usually, even if you're on a fixed income, I know it's, it can be difficult for folks. And if people aren't aware there's, if you just Google make money from home or online jobs, or, but make, make extra money from home. There's all there's websites committed to businesses that are looking for people to work from their house. Everything from being an Amazon product reviewer to other company product reviews to um, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of things you can be doing. You can be doing uh, copywriting you can, and with with AI technology. There's a lot of stuff you can be doing for extra money. Next. Kim said, "Just grateful that he's making good decisions. Yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. That's all that matters." <laughs> Um, Sarah said, yep, my other dog suddenly acts right with bonkers. In our home, it's a purple towel. Never thought of that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, the bonker is 
probably, and I get why people might be concerned because you're actually throwing something at your dog, but it, it is such an effective bad behavior stopper. And it's not like we have dogs that come in, they get bonked once, then we don't have to bonk them again. Mm-hmm. We just do it because we're really good at it. So it's just like, and then that's it. And then you're done. And then you're done. Some people are like, oh my God, I had to bonk my dog 20 times. I'm like, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. You shouldn't have to be, we work with dog killers and like, we're not bonking them 20 times a day. We work with dogs that attack people. We're not bonking them 20 times a day. So something's not right. Mm -hmm. Something's not right, which is fine. You just need the right information. Um, Sam said, oh, I completely forgot about locking. I guess I'm completely wrong in my assumption. Thanks so much for the help. fine. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people do that by mistake. By mistake. (laughs) My thing's broken. Yeah. Because nobody nobody really talks about like, you don't hear people when they talk about e-cowers talk about like the lock feature that much. Yeah, you know, we why, never so use So why it. would you use the lock feature? Well, Joel's property up in New England um, is on 180 acres and there's like every kind of wildlife. So the dogs will wear e-cowers in the woods because we have coyotes there. There's deer. You know, deer is easy to call a dog off of. Coyotes sometimes, you, you know, you're playing with your dog's life sometimes. And sometimes, you know, nature mother nature doesn't care about your training program so um even with an e-cower on mother nature doesn't care about that you know your dog wants that prey so bad um but you can look like if you're only going to be correcting your if you have a trained dog and say you're in the woods the only time you need to use the e-cower at this point is to correct your dog put it at its correction level outside in drive would be the highest level because that's the only time we would need it so you lock it because when you stick it in your pocket a little bit so it's a good thing to do, but just be careful about like when you're training, locking it because um, your levels are always your changing. levels are always going up and down. Next, um, damn, it's already eight oh eight. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Um, final thoughts? No. When's that email go out that we recorded today? Tomorrow? Maybe? I don't know. Tony's working Tomorrow, on it right now. Next couple days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, join the email list. Join our social media. Share our posts, like our stuff, comment, interact with us, participate, all the free stuff. Do all the free stuff at a minimum because there's a lot that we can help you with. All right, Jeff and Joelle, and we will all talk to you later. Have a fantastic night. Good night, guys.